Guys, I got to give a shout out real quick too to them evils, our boys out in California. They got a new single that dropped yesterday called Remember My Name. It's on all your streaming apps and all that stuff. Hello, everybody. Welcome hey. to the local earshot 
Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Biggs. I'm here with Jonathan Grissom, More Bands Media. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm surprised to see you uh, in as good a shape as you're in after that four-day, uh, well, your whole trip was way longer than that, but the uh, Louder Than Life Festival. Yeah, I was probably dead for about three days. <laughs> uh, once I got back, I couldn't even, I, I, like, I could barely walk, like, uh, about the fourth day, uh, I couldn't even walk. Like I was, I would like have to like sit down and shit at the venue and stuff like well, a whole person. We'll definitely dig into that today because I'm curious. I went to a concert too, but not something like that. We got a got a couple guests in here with us today. A band out of uh, are you guys you claim Norman or OKC? I would claim Norman personally. Norman. Yeah, same. All right, for sure. Psychotic reaction. Um, we introduced ourselves. Why don't you tell everybody what's what's your name and uh, role? I guess in the band as far as that goes. I'm Nolan Dacus. I play guitar and I sing some of the songs. And uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my name is Jacob Miller. I play bass guitar and water pipe. And I also wish I could sing, but I don't sing because I sound like Ross from Friends. <laughs> oh, oh man, that's alarmingly self-aware. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> that's one thing I have. If there's one thing I have in spades, it's self-awareness. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, man. Well, how long have you guys been around? Uh, for, uh, let's see. That's not, that's, no, I was about to say, that's not polite to ask how old <laughs> I am. I think that this, the, I think that this December will be 14 years. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, me and, uh, our other guitar player, Robert Layton, started the band together in 2007. And, uh, originally we were supposed to be a, uh, Fear and the Germs cover band. And then it evolved into something else and, uh, but uh, Miller, Jacob Miller's here has been playing. We've been playing together for almost hours. two years, right? Okay, because yeah. I joined in 2019, right before the pandemic bullshit happened. Oh man, perfect timing! Oh yeah, yeah, I know. I was like all excited and stuff because we had, like mm-hmm. you guys had like two tours planned in 2020, and I was like, all right, I'm going to get right on that. I think and we then... just we had right before that the tour we'd done was nearly three months long. Oh wow! And then uh, we uh, came back. That was in the fall of 2018, and then in. Uh, spring of 2019 we went and did recorded a bunch of stuff and then uh i might get my timeline mixed up here i can't remember uh, but we actually when when coronavirus hit we had 18 shows in like six days at south by southwest and like on the way down there well we had 16 shows when we left oklahoma and in between getting to Austin around like Waco was when Trump came on and gave that whole like the state of emergency uh, thing or whatever. And by the time we got there, we only had like four shows. Oh. Like and so from that drive, it was like just super Losing hard to money climb. as you're driving. Oh, yeah, oh, it was, it was weird. It's the closest thing you probably could have get to having slow uh, shows slip through your fingers. Yeah, Man. but we had a uh, we we've still went and done some out of town shows, not very many. It's it's opened up a little bit more, but. uh but yeah, we we uh, we have a drummer, uh, Kevin Barnett, has played with us for I don't know, probably closer to. I thought he joined. Yeah, I was about to say he came in at like 2018. I thought. Yeah, and uh, we've just all we've common goal of try hard as we can, yep. basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we're, one thing we've we've heard from everybody throughout the COVID thing was every, there was there's no set way to navigate this no, no, some some bands have been able to scrap 
some gigs here and there. Other bands said, fuck that. We'll just do work on our studio and tighten mm-hmm. everything up. And other ones have fallen apart altogether. Oh, so. yeah. yeah. There's definitely not as many local bands around here. And we went through some, uh, like, when COVID first started, we were like, uh, let's let's record stuff. That's I was kind of talking about that when we first came in, is we were like, let's record stuff at our house. And I got a friend who does really is really a lot better i guess with technology or anything and had and knows how to buy bought an interface and we were going to try to do a thing that was like all the instruments direct into something and then ran through a program with video with multiple screen uh multiple camera angles and we tried really hard at doing that and uh didn't really do anything i think well we just I like hung out a lot <laughs> well i don't know about that we did a couple of live streams where it worked out pretty okay i mean yeah, we, we did, did the, you're right we did the, the july just, 4th uh, one was really good yeah those were just on like a phone or something i forgot about that we did do that kind of stuff but then we had uh after that we we kept trying to play some shows but we played one at the deli here in norman mm. and it was like uh, us and the other band and the bartender. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> and we were like, let's just take a break, not a hard break, but you know, like let's definitely slow down and play it by ear. It got weird there with, you know, it was. I think everybody, even if I don't care what your opinion on COVID or the vaccine is, mm-hmm. there was a, a equal amount of people being standoffish that want to go see a show, and there's equal amount of people who play shows who are equally as. <laughs> eh, about maybe you know so it's this it was this weird thing and like we would occasionally me and him would catch like a local show perseus one of our our, oh, our boys here guys, yeah. yeah um we love those guys and um so we went and seen them and uh, a couple other and it's like that's all you could see for a while didn't they play battle for Catfest a couple of years ago i'm sure they did i was yeah. about to say because they're they're pretty talented they're, they, they're cool dudes they just got back from rocklahoma and the oh, state right. fair they, oh state that, fair. oh sick rocklahoma. I, didn't, I didn't know they played rocklahoma that's pretty that's a pretty big one yeah gomez was on last well a couple weeks ago before we yeah. the trip so he caught us up I'm like, that's awesome man i'm just glad it's all coming back oh yeah it right. is it was really weird at the beginning because you could almost see in real time what the music industry was ty- trying to do i mean you've seen a lot of people doing these elaborate like live streams with lights and stuff i and that's, never got into that yeah i didn't either like that's kind of what we tried to do a little bit we tried to have different camera angles and stuff like that but man we're we're too poor for that yeah. so yeah. we just uh i like the idea could. of the drive-in theaters being you know they did I that like a lot yeah oh, that's a good move that um, like i actually went to there was like a show up at the winchester in okc i went to that was pretty cool. i mean it was like a cover band but i was like man it's like out of the house yeah right it's <laughs> <I think laughs> it's exactly it mm-hmm. and then uh Christoph Murdoch, he he did some things at the he did a couple things at the Winchester. Yeah, he did that guy. Uh, that guy goes hard. Oh yeah, he's. <laughs> if you guys know him, I don't know, but he's. Uh, uh, uh. he's oh yeah, like he's a quite local. a character. He's about six seven, and he just is. Like you would be a little nervous if he walked into a room and you didn't know who he was, but yeah. he's like a giant teddy bear. He's, he's a, a good guy. guy. He's cool. He, we play a bunch of shows with him over the years, but I feel like he's like a. He's like a regional celebrity in he the is. way that, like, I try, like Hostie or something almost sometimes, you know? Like, I'm like, this guy, usually it, it, a lot of people know who he is, but he's just been doing it for a long time. And I guess he's like horror, punk, oh, theme, yeah. acoustic, uh, something, I don't know. Have you, watched any, have you watched any of his movies he made? No. Oh, he made no, this. I was sick, Dude, he made this one where it was like kind of a spinoff of like Texas Chainsaw, and it was called like Son of Saw or something like that, and it was actually kind of cool. His uh, profile <laughs> picture is this picture of uh, a headstone, and for a long time I was just like, okay, he's being spooky or whatever. And then I saw him and I complimented it, and he was like, it's the same headstone as the as the chicks on in, in Night of the Living Dead when the zombies come back. And I was like, 
That is the most. Uh, that's an obscure reference that, oh, I, did yeah. not under, that I did not. What's get. this guy's name again? Christoph. Christoph. Christoph Murdoch. He's cool. I'm gonna have to look him up. Yeah, he's, he's pretty. In, cool. He's a pretty interesting guy. Did like, you? You guys had uh, Kevin from Cobra Kai. Oh yeah, here, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. He's a cool guy. Oh dude, that was a fun. That was a fun show. <laughs> he, yeah. He's super fun. He's he he reminds me of a lot of uh, like drummers I've known. I don't know if that's what he does, but it's just his. He's a singer. You know, he's, he's, <laughs> he's about it. Singer. He's just a ball of energy. He's super man. energetic, though. Yeah. yeah. Every time I see, if I go to a show and he's there, I'm just like, I will. I, I can stand around anywhere and just talk to him about whatever. He's just like a funny. <laughs> he's always like, oh yeah. He always seems like he's like, no matter what time of day it is, it seems like he's he's at like one in the morning yeah. though on Kevin time, and that always cracks me up. <laughs> that he's just like having the best time wherever I see him anytime. Yeah, he's, he was awesome, man. I, uh, I'd like to get out and see those guys. I know they played a show not long ago at the High Low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, with us. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah we played yeah, that, that show. That's probably where the connection was made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. That was a good one. <laughs> well, what's one we can play you guys and uh, maybe I don't know introduce whatever listeners we got to uh, Psychotic Reaction. What was what's a, what's a song if you were to introduce a new listener? What would you? Maybe uh, Witch Collector. Witch Collector. That's the one that you brought up. Yeah, yeah. that one. Uh, we made a video for that song. Uh, at my house, uh, and uh, with a dude named Cody Felcor filmed it, uh, and he's a local filmmaker kind of dude from here in Oklahoma, and he's a he's a good guy, and it really turned out the the video for it's very heavy on the camp campiness. Uh, it's it it's kind of a story, sort of like loosely, uh, but the song Witch Collector is a. Uh, it's it's a spooky kind of song anyway. It's about collecting witches, don't you know? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the funny thing. And it's, about... and it's the beginning of October, so right, right. It's gotta on, catch them. Yeah, yeah, season, right here. Yes. <laughs> but uh, that uh, no no. Sorry, I was like, oh, you're good. okay, yeah, spinning, <laughs> spin that. <laughs>
All right, what was the name of that one? Witch Wh- hunting or uh-huh. witch collector? Witch collector. Yeah, that was good. I, it's funny you said that you started off as a punk band, uh, or with that in mind. That yeah. was definitely a departure from what I call traditional punk. We know? all grew up. Well, I, uh, you asked earlier if we if we considered ourselves more of a, a Norman or OKC, and like me and the other guitar player actually met in Wayne, and I'm from Lindsay, and he's from Paul's Valley, and in Wayne at the Votag, and uh, we were both in the same printing and computer graphics class. And uh, it was funny because it was like that class was like the uh, where all of the weirdest kids from all the smallest towns down there somehow met each other, you know. And it was a, uh, it was just a. Uh, I I walked in. And I had just got out of a band that was more like the Germs. That all the members after that wanted to do street punk, like uh, Discharge or the Casualties or something. And I was and I found the Stooges and the MC Five, or I guess Bobby showed it to me really. And I was like. This is sick. And I remember going back to those guys and being like, you guys have to listen to Raw Power by the Stooges. And one of the dudes was just like, this sucks. And I was just like, this is over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not doing this if you don't like it. <laughs> but Man, Especially those older bands. It's like, you know, everything was so uh, at its, you know, starting out. So it's like the stuff in the 60s, your distortions and your wah-wahs and all that stuff mm-hmm. were first generation. So yeah. most yeah. of them just took a clean amp and... Just turned it up so yeah. loud that it Cranked distorted it. itself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of what they did with the, like, the Marshall stuff. I thought oh, yeah. they just took Marshall amps and just cranked it oh, until it was godly. just crunchy as hell. Yeah, but that, but it was. Uh, it's funny too because this uh, that song that that album is off of is I think our sixth album, and it's funny the the evolution of how things have changed because the first album is more like uh, the Stooges' first album meets like the standells or something like it's a, a a lot more jangly 60s based garage rock and but and then but we were still learning how to do it we were still learning how to be in a band kind of like i was i'm 32 now so i was like 18 when we started or so and uh it's been uh uh we were just figuring out how to do it you know for a long time that's we tour now we were just talking about touring and we tour now but like at first it was like sick we're in a band we're going to play a bunch of shows and somebody from a record label is going to show up and give us a bunch of money. And we just didn't know. Oh, yes. The oh, yeah. dreams. I remember that. Oh, well, oh, wait, wait. To, uh, to put that into even more perspective, back when you started in the early aughts, that mm-hmm. was still a possibility. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't even know if that exists. No, I'm sure at least not in that. I, mm-hmm. I, you know, that it probably way. really didn't then, but it seemed like it was. A, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It seemed like it could then. It's like now you almost have to juggle like four different things. you got to have a social media presence. you got to have killer music. Yeah. You've got to have a solid, like, band design you got to have a video a look. merch like, yeah. it's a lot of lot of uh, uh plates you got to spin at the same time it, it kind is. of is yeah well no, like... the idea of an a and r guy right. someone someone who legitimately does represent the artist it's kind of a thing of the past oh yeah too, definitely you know? it's so DIY. It's all self yeah it's all self promoted which has always been the punk rock ethos mm-hmm. but now it's like even the most successful people out there are even oh, yeah. like the people you would say, oh, that's some People magazine cover art, right. artist, you know, right. and they're even they're on their own in a lot of ways. And like you said earlier, it was like it was like basically the wild west back in the day, and people didn't know what to do. So, and people we didn't have cell phones or we weren't highly connected, so people would just go to a bar, see a live band on stage, and yep. then just go from there. So, if you were an A and R guy, you would just go to a bunch of different bars, and you'd be like, wow, these guys are pretty good. Let's just sign them and get Give one album shot. out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 
And people don't want to take that risk anymore, which I guess it's understandable right now because everyone is hurting for money and all that. But it'd be nice if like we could get some more risks and hear some more different stuff. Because right now, as I hate, much as I hate to say it, rock music right now is kind of uh, it's in the same place. It's not real. There's nothing really evolutionary going on. I think the last big well, I wouldn't say explosion. The the last big like change was when the grunge when grunge came out in the 90s i would say that was like the last time rock and roll was like really in the forefront i i would slightly disagree i say the new metal wave was that's true that's, too. Yeah, definitely yeah. a shift but it was just about as long about three years yeah but yeah mm-hmm. the main thing i could think of after that that i actually liked was uh the like garage rock revival oh kind yeah of kind of even like that the... was that was just kind of a reworking of the same thing like all those bands in the early aughts like like, the, the hives, the vines, the helicopters, the strokes, the white stripes, black keys. Well, yeah, the black yeah. keys kind of exploded again, kind of like mm-hmm. when uh, what was that El Camino came yeah, out. Yeah, they've like, managed to stay pretty relevant. Where yeah. Jack White's to become like a Tim Burton character, yeah. kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, rock music's going kind of weird right now, but definitely, I feel like like Stoner and Doom is really popular yeah. right now, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's the direction it's going right now. I'm just waiting for like a big Stoner doom band to get on like the cat or something right. like that and it's going to start a whole way another thing i think stuff. i think it's cyclical like anything else i think um rap right now is experiencing what rock and roll did in the 80s with the plastic everything's yeah, so fake i definitely and, agree and the problem with the rap scene though is there's like a major body count going on because it's all straight yeah. ga- gangster or drug-related, too. And, right. And, mm. man, you hear the stories coming out of these Flor- the Florida with the Florida rappers. Like, God damn, they're just oh, it's killing like, motherfuckers yeah. left oh, and right. Yeah, it's crazy know? rough, going man. On. Like, but, but I think rap is at that point, and just like with rock, there's going to be someone who comes in with three chords and the truth, mm-hmm. nothing right. super fancy, and just... That's oh, funny that's that you make that, back down. that that analogy that you just used for for rap was, like, the best thing I've heard in a while, really, because it's funny that, yeah, like the 80s, it was... There's, I feel like there's a big hairband, hairband, hairband. Yeah, there's a bunch stuff, of stuff yeah. that's kind of like that. But then in the '80s too, there was some weird underground or, or like '80s punk even. Like it's funny that that was going underneath because for a minute it seemed like rap was kind of segueing into being a newer version of punk in the way that it was something that was so accessible for everybody to oh, be able yeah. to do. But it was from the street. It was reporting right. from the street. Yeah, right. and it was like, you could you could like, make a rap album. Like, even Post Malone, for example. Like, he was just a dude from Texas that created, uh, what, the song, like, White Iverson? And then, like... Well, look at a little peep. A guy yeah. named Gus literally came out and he added, <laughs> right. he added uh, like... Uh, what would you say? It was like emo and rap together. Yeah, it it's real, like weird I, that that even happened. I like Little Peep. I'm not even afraid. Yeah, he's of pretty good. But the, it's it's weird that you can make that stuff in a in your bedroom with a Guitar Hero mic and then and a computer program and then it can blow up and the next thing you know you're like on every magazine and driving oh, yeah. Lamborghinis and it's like that. I mean, it is like hitting the lottery though as a musician. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I, or or you're like uh, what do you call it? Um, what's the name of the pop music? You know, in uh, some weirdo finds you on fucking YouTube. Yeah, you know, for sure. Fucking, like Justin Bieber or <laughs> Justin somebody. Bieber, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Saying sure. Justin Bieber, like you know, mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. some weirdo. You never know, man. On YouTube. No. <laughs> it just kind of. I think it just boils down to every shot you don't take is a shot missed. So if you <laughs> have an idea, you might Very as well true. just do it. We'll see what happens. Well, and it's like rock and roll now, I think, is, is it, you know, nothing ever goes away. It only goes underground. Yeah. That's, that's yep. kind of what I always say. Mm-hmm. And, I, I man, there are some really good rock and roll bands out there, but it's just not the 
the popular music. No, yeah. I mean you got you got to buy a ticket and mm-hmm. go see the band. Mm-hmm. And it's like I, honestly, rock and roll's always been that way. Right. It had its moments in the seventies up to the eighties, and then in the early nineties, everything collapsed under its own weight. I don't right. think it's ever really recovered. No, it's, no. I completely agree with that. It has yeah. not recovered. It's it's it was something that in the nineties stuff in the nineties and stuff that it had going for it for as far as rock music goes is there was still MTV. Yeah. Oh yeah. And now it's like it's cool that the internet's made everything so accessible, but at the same time, there's so many sources for me to go. For and you gotta to go weed to. through so oh, yeah. much. Whereas shit. at the time, you could just turn your TV on, and there was Nirvana or Soundgarden or uh-huh. or whoever. And it's like it's funny to look back on that and be like, that was pretty cool. Thinking about it as because I I just I'm like I said I'm I, they still played videos when I was younger. And I, don't, I guess they do now. I don't know. I haven't. I don't know. Uh, I think they have a special they channel even... that they do. But like, uh, but I mean, I'm, I remember back in like high school and stuff. Whenever I used to just like turn on TV and even even was it TRL or whatever the fuck it was oh, called. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, like it was actually cool because like whenever whenever the rock scene was really big then, and a I'd get up and, and I'd see a yeah. I'd see a new band and I'd be like, oh shit, and I'd like mm-hmm. go down to Hot Topic and buy the album. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember I remember seeing the Green Jello video for Three Little Pigs. <laughs> on MTV when I was like 12 and I was like wow this is really cool like, this is insane and you just don't see like things like that anymore mm-hmm. even like the Rob Zombie oh, art yeah. from the some of the 90s Beavis and Butthead stuff yeah and, and like that Beavis was, and just, that was, was cool Dude. as hell man Beavis yeah. and Butthead was at the show I went to I think they're bringing Beavis Who? and Butthead Beavis and Butthead like two guys were dressed up like <laughs> oh like cosplay and, type and, oh, and, and they were like wearing the Metallica shirts were they in the shit. were they in the character like yeah, oh, oh, yeah. okay yeah. the whole time the whole time never Nineties kids unite. <laughs> right. All right. Man. That's funny. Well, I mean, as far as uh, seeing things change, and even up to and through COVID, like we were talking about, just even on little tours, your goal is to be able to pay for the tour, and mm-hmm. then it's, you know maybe have break off a little extra at the end. And it's like, how, how have you seen that shift? All right, we're back. We had to uh, take a pause for the cause there for the uh, storm sirens to be tested. We know how important that is living in Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a necessary evil. We went ahead and, uh, <clears throat> you know, went outside and smoked with the dogs mm-hmm. while they howled. And uh, now we're back. <laughs> All right. There you go. Anyway, so about touring and everything how it's evolved so how, how what have you seen over the years as far as like when you actually nailed your first tour to now even just up to like post-covid i mean and things have changed i'm sure so much yeah it's been more uh <clears throat> less i haven't seen the tours change as much uh as far as like uh people reaction or anything more so it took a long time for us to learn tricks of the trades kind of you know like it was like uh, the first one we went out was fairly disastrous. We had somebody else book it on the way out there. The, uh, this was in like 2008. Uh, we went to Nashville and we we're gonna play a bunch of shows around there because we knew somebody around there that could help us book it. And like uh, the fuel pump on the vehicle we were driving went out. We ended up changing it in a parking lot at like 11 oh. at night. Uh, we all the shows dropped except for like one. Uh, we got kicked out of one place because we all were really drunk. It was it was it was a bad deal. And so since then it was like, okay, do better. Don't don't do this again. And then the next one out, you know, we learned quite a bit doing that. But really, uh, it was in 2017 that we were like, okay, we need to we we always idolized you know going back to kind of what we were talking about earlier, like coming from a punk standpoint or a punk background. 
uh, Black Flag was always one of the bands whose work ethic and touring schedule was just like relentless. And so we were like, we need to, we need to figure out how to do that, you know? And, uh, and that was part of it is like, and, and there's some, I'd like to say rules, but they're, they're, you know, flexible of like never book a day off when you're on tour. Uh, you know, uh, like try to never spend more money. If you can sleep in a van, do that. You know, like it's, it's just kind of pretty things like that. Are I mean, more, it's easy to say that, but us, it, yeah. us tall guys, like, man, I slept in the van, like when we were at Muddy Roots and my it's freaking difficult. legs were hanging over the side. And I'm just oh, like, man, man, how can mm-hmm. someone sleep like this? I, we got I, better I, at it. I'm almost six foot four. So I feel your pain. It's man. difficult. We were on the, on that long tour that was nearly, uh, <laughs> The one that was nearly three months. I think we got a hotel like once or twice in that whole period. And I, I will say there was some times that really sucked where we were like sleeping in the van at the same truck stop in New Jersey for like three or four days in a row. And it was just like at a certain point you had to really you, – you either start to question your own dedication or you start to be like, what am I doing here? But then you have to be secure enough to be like, okay, there's a, there's a reason I'm doing this. And there's then a later, point to it. In, in retrospection, you'll realize – Yep, I'm doing something rock and roll. And I love it. You know, you have to just be like, I really love this. I do. And you know you do, but I mean, you know, it's, it's, as, as far as, it's funny uh, when you ask about uh, touring changing, is that something that just has been more of our own experience getting better? But being a band for a while in Oklahoma uh, that's involved in local music and local scenes and stuff, we've, I've, we've seen waves of different kinds of music come up and get really popular for a minute and then fall back down and then uh to where you know they'll like when i when we first started playing it was a lot of bands that were like shoegazy oh yeah i remember kind like, of stuff like ghost yeah, amongst yeah. the evangelicals oh, that kind of thing uh the ethereals uh, dad rock wasn't weren't they kind of like that kind of dead rock was a little more garagey that was see okay all that stuff kind of was going down as i started playing and then there was a bunch of dudes that i, I was like you know 19 20 21 at the time and there was a bunch of bands that were like the age i am now that played stuff that was kind of like motorhead or mdc like hardcore punk metal ish infused and then and then after a certain point this like garage rock stuff uh like the ocs and and king gizzard stuff that was influenced by that started to get real big and then there was a bunch of younger people at shows oh yeah like the limp wizard crowd the, some of that the stuff, yeah. stuff yeah you know it's like there's been kind of waves shout up and down of things right shout out to limp wizards uh but there's been like waves up and down of uh you know there'll be periods where it's the same 15 people at every show for like six months and then before you know it like all of a sudden there'll be like a bunch of people who i've never seen in like a you know, every show that we play with will be a band I've never known or heard of, you know? Oklahoma's kind of weird when it comes to music, especially local bands, because you'll have a few of and it almost goes in two or three year rotations as well. Mm-hmm. It kind of does, but it's been, we just tried to get better at doing it, better at being in a band. Uh, professionalism is something oh, that we yes. tried to work on. <laughs> as we get older and wiser, we try to do better things. Which, let me tell you, that was one of the things that yeah. definitely did not happen on accident. It's the, great, the great joke of sex, drugs, and rock and roll is it's, it's, turning it's into only a... sex, drugs, and rock and roll for a little while. Yep. Yeah. Once you hit, like, 28, 29, that's when it goes from sex, drugs, and rock and roll to, like, mortgage. To, like, yeah. Where's yeah. my, where's my tea and yeah. is I have enough coffee this day and yeah. did I bring enough books to yeah. do this? SUV and a mortgage. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. It gets different, but well, you know. All right, so the first one was was from an earlier album. You got anything? Maybe maybe new that. Oh, that uh, one. That one was from our album. 
our Ocean of Darkness, yeah, which is the last recent. album oh, that okay, we just did. Okay. I mean, if you want to play an earlier one, though. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. we could. Um, I don't know what. Uh, Man, do uh, do uh, Messiah's Voltage. Uh, do uh, oh, what is that song called? How about um, how about Dying on the Vine? Dying on the Vine. That's it. Yeah, that's this, it. This is this more the punk rock one. Yeah. Uh, this was the album before Oceans of Darkness, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was recorded uh, basically live with really minimal overdubs here in Norman at Steve Bose's Breathing Rhythm Studios. And uh, and yeah, there's some of the albums are, uh, you know, like I said, the first one was more garagey. At a certain point, this one was one that was like very mostly all punk. You know, it was like less psychedelic, less metally, just like a lot of straight ahead. Very, very influenced by the MC5 and... Uh, the Stooges and the helicopters and that kind of thing—a little more up that alley. Cool, but but for sure, that's a hit that downbeat. Dying on the vine. <laughs> <laughs>
right. What, what was the name of that one? Dying on the Vine. Dying on the Vine. It's kind of a sort of a social observance of uh, people looking at their phones. It's more than that. I didn't completely <laughs> write the song our other guitar player did, but as far as knowing the lyrics, uh, I help sing on the choruses. And, and uh, to me, that's what I get out of it. A lot of times we try to leave things vague enough that you can get more than one thing out of it. And that that one's one of those kind of songs, you know. Well, that's the that's that's kind of the songwriter's goal, isn't it? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I, I every time I hear that song, I always think that it's like we're all too connected, and we're so connected that we look at each other's accomplishments and we just die inside on the vine almost ourselves. Right. We're like, this guy's doing so good. That sucks. I'm not doing that. Exactly. Good. The rat race, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. Sometimes they evolve. Our newest album has a song that's it's funny that you run on a theme almost sometimes kind of a loose theme and and the newest album we have has a song called hive mind which is based off of what you could kind of imagine a facebook statuses and people oh, all yeah. agreeing with each other about stuff and echo, echo chambers echo chambers yeah, for sure buddy. it's like you know things are and then we have another one called uh thought killer which is really not uh it doesn't take a stance in a way other than the, the stance is that there shouldn't be any suppression of individual thought and yeah it's you know? t-h-o-u uh, yeah t-h-o-u g-h-t not yeah. t-h-o-t let's get that completely straight here. actually the original title of it was wasp puncher Wa- oh we actually drew a really cool thing with bobby punching a wasp nest I, we should find that i really yeah, we, think we should put we tried it on to play this show. We did this. be the answer to pantera's uh, album cover yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. except real. it's just a wasp and you're trying to punch it it's obviously not working and well it's, 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 well it's funny because we gave him a little broom because what happened was we were doing that fourth of july stream and we did it at your place yeah my dad's yeah, house and we did it under this like garage thing and there was this freaking wasp nest with like five of them and bobby grabs this broom and starts just trying to beat it off the so we didn't have to deal with it and i recorded it it was hilarious it was we 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 tried to record the so we tried to live stream the whole thing and i set the phone up really well on this barbecue grill and stuff and i kid you not five minutes in my dad comes along and picks the grill up and knocks the phone on the ground it's live (laughs) and i was just like oh i love my dad to death but i was like god this was the most frustrating he had no idea what he'd even done it was just it was the most frustrating thing but i mean it was still filmed but the rest of it looks terrible or it looks rough anyway you know but it is what it is you you get things happen you gotta you know? take it you gotta take the good with the bad so to speak well uh have have you guys been able to get out and see any shows throughout this thing or um uh, i haven't really a whole lot like i admit man I, I really don't go to as many shows that i'm not playing uh as i used to like i've become a lot more of a homebody than i was uh, i'm trying to think of ones i have went and seen uh we did get to uh as far as just shows go, we got to open for the sword not long ago, mm. which I don't know if you guys like the sword, but I've heard of them through Perseus. They're just yeah. a good band. They're a uh, super metally band. Like uh, their songs are about wizards and weird stuff, and like the best, you know, yeah, yeah. the best stuff, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that they were one that as a as a fan, I actually we played it with Helen Kelter Skelter. I don't know if you know those guys. Heard too, of them? Yeah, they're super good. They're a really psychedelic band from here in Norman. And we've known them for a long time. We all, you know, whatever. But I was standing back, like, on the side of the stage with our other guitar player. And, like, I've listened to their albums enough that it's like, uh, like we were talking about Metallica earlier, kind of, that if I play air guitar to it, like, I know where the solos are and stuff. And the Helen Kelter Skelter guitarist was, like, making fun of me, like, good-naturedly, like, 
you were playing air guitar so good it looked like you were playing the solo for real and i was like i'm obsessed about this i you need to I'm, join one of those competitions for i know guitar. i probably should it'd be sick yeah <laughs> i'd win for sure well i got to see shinedown and and uh i really went to the show to see the struts because i've i've wanted to see them for a while and what are they like uh they're just a rock and roll band sick. I mean, yeah okay they're from uh, I've heard their name a lot. They, yeah, they're British. Yeah, I thought so. Okay, yeah. kick ass, man. Uh, they played a Rolling Stones tribute. You know, Ooh, it was that's really cool. good. All yeah. right, shine down as as always. But uh, right, Jonathan uh, went to the belly of the beast itself, man. What happened out in Kentucky I'm that you can talk about with no statute of limitations? Yeah. So. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, I mean, you know, as long as my lawyer calls, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, none, none of this that I'm going over ever happened. No, the uh, names have been changed okay, to protect uh, me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, so, um, I guess every year, I don't know how long it's been going on, the Louder Than Life Tour, it's in Kentucky, uh, went from September 23rd until the 26th, uh, and, I mean, th- th- there was a lot of uh, good bands that, uh, that came out the earlier until the day, uh, and... It, it, it was a little different than what we had talked about before, you know, like, um, they, they had their, their COVID requirements, um, you know, that either to be vaccinated or have a 72 hour test. Yeah. Uh, they did move the 72 hour test thing logically because originally they were going to put it right next to the gate, which is dumb if people test positive. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so they, they moved it off property to a college and they made it like a rapid, like forty-five minute test or something. Like it was really, really quick. So That's cool. Okay. That is really find yeah, out. Cool. Yeah, they could just find out like uh, uh, if they had it or not. So then um, some people were selling their tickets. Some people were a- able to get tickets as low as like one hundred fifty bucks for all four days, oh, which wow, I God. paid. I paid around three hundred and fifty for my just my my passes for the days um, there. Um, but I mean, so when we got up to the gates, it was like uh, they we had we had camping, so we were all thinking, man, they're gonna go through the car, they're gonna do all this stuff. <laughs> we got up there, and these workers like looked through the car, and they're like, all right, you guys are good to go. So my my buddy had like a whole bottle, a glass bottle he forgot about of like a, a bourbon that we picked up in Kentucky, um, nineteen seventy two or oh yeah seventeen seventy six yeah yeah and and so he had a bottle of bourbon in there. He had a bunch of glass bottles of beer. Um, that he ended up taking to my hotel room before um, there because I had a hotel for the trip. Uh, and and so in the campsites or whatever, they went through all the cars. And we were all like, after we all got through security, we were like, are you fucking kidding me? You should stop by the dispensary before I let them all <laughs> like, yeah, and so was, um, there, was there like a big party of people all trying to chug the stuff they brought with them because they thought it was going to get taken away outside in the parking lot? Uh, no, that there wasn't that. I mean, like, uh, but people were really, really trying to hide shit. Okay. And like, and 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 every time that they try to hide something, the workers would be like, I mean, like, why'd you try to hide it? And now I gotta throw it away. Like, uh, that's yeah, because they they didn't. If you just left it out, they were like, cool. Well, we had and a buddy, uh, Greg, our our comedian friend. He was on. He was telling us about Bonnaroo, and he said basically this place sells little spoons at the souvenir shop. <laughs> He's like, as long as you're not an open, obtuse asshole about it. You won't be bothered. Yeah, and he's like, sense. "There's people that and fuck up in it the is first rock 30 and roll seconds." After all. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I mean, and they and they treated camping that way. There was no rules in camping. It was like everybody was just like up all night drinking, having a good time. Mm-hmm. Like after every single show, uh, some people were going hard. Some people were like, "Man, I got to go to sleep so I wake up for this show tomorrow." <laughs> Nine hours of, of a festival. Dude, you know? I cannot imagine. I was sore after Shinedown for standing for. Five hours. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. Four yeah, days, I went through man. three. Uh, I went through all my pairs of shoes that I kept, that I brought with <laughs> because they all kept getting muddy and shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was a uh, yeah. So I mean, that like uh, security. So then we get up to the gate, 
Because, like, you know, camping was, like, chill and stuff, and we were able to, like, bring stuff from Walmart, so we brought more booze Sick. and all sorts of stuff, and it went to the liquor store, got some liquor, you know. But then security, like, we went up through there the first day, we're all thinking, okay, like, like what can we really get past, like, the event staff? And I worked at Live Nation for a couple years, so I was just like, ah. Oh, fucking no man I, i'm like they do what they do at live nation jonathan's like i'll let motherfuckers go through with like bricks of cocaine i wonder oh, what yeah. i can get away with yeah, yeah right no. i need my karmic um, i need my karmic <laughs> oh, yeah, no sure. i mean i mean the one time the one time at the Fillmore auditorium whenever we went upstairs and the dude had a fucking needle in his hand about to do heroin and it and apparently Ooh. he sniffed it and it's his butt so like you know we were like what the fuck and and like and the dude's like tries to set it off to the side like he didn't have it that'd be a hard hand. thing to do at a festival though you'd think yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh yeah <laughs> yeah, like let me go behind this tent and just go do. Well, this. I mean, in, in porta potties, I guess. I, I guess you're, oh, you're right. That's even true. worse. Yeah. Well, gonna, gonna bother you there. You're about yeah. to inject <laughs> something into <laughs> your body in a porta potty. Like yeah. I think that, that's where you he, contemplate life. He's probably someone that. that had a serious opinion on the vaccine too, which, oh, is, yeah. which is funny. You're like, I don't want to put things I don't know what's in it. All right, we're getting a little spicy. Dude, that powder was snuck in someone's ass twice, probably once to get into the country and then another to get into the festival has been in asses all over all over the place <laughs> it's been in more asses than some people perfect yeah so uh some of my friends like they they brought in like water bottles and stuff but they weren't full of water uh oh, and oh. so i'm going to tell them that class yeah old school old school the prices were fucking outrageous oh, it was 12 oh, for a beer yeah. it was uh, i got a well, the first day i went in there i was like oh, i'll just have a shot of jack and get this little like uh, it was like a lemon fucking uh Jack um, iced tea type thing. That'll be thirty dollars. Yeah, thirty five bucks. Sure. Thirty five. Oh my! I was joking. I, like, I, like, I can't even give you yeah. a tip, man, because like, that's forty bucks right there. Well, that's that's my, my daily. Budget. Yep, so that's my, daily my budget. Day. Yeah. yeah. So I had a daily budget of uh, like one hundred and twenty dollars, and and like I, and every day I was kind of going through that budget. Well, you're lucky it was um, hot. You can just couple that one drink with severe dehydration. You'll get just as. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You'll feel. Yeah, well, well, okay. Yeah. So okay, ever wondered uh, what it feels like to be in a desert? All right. So it's about bands. Okay. So. um let me see. Uh, Escape the Fate was really, really good. Um, seven Dust, awesome oh, show. Oh, dude. I was, yeah, when you sent me that picture, I was like, they've been rocking it all summer. I, I have not heard a single bad thing about Seven Dust. I've only heard they're killing it this summer. And he's so thankful. Like, he, 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 you can tell that he actually appreciates the crowd as a person, you know, when he goes out there. That's pretty cool. Uh, I've always that is liked really them, cool. But yeah. I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I've never seen him live, but uh, I've never, I've always heard of, I like their music, but yeah, this summer them. it's like, like, they're blowing up again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Them. Oh, yeah. I've seen him at the Diamond a couple times, but oh, I, I would have, cool. yeah, I would have loved to see him. Yeah. Uh, metal band Wage War. Um, so who who if who like on the lower list of, of bands that just knocked your fucking socks off? We should keep an eye out for. Um, I mean, uh, South of Eden, but actually, um, let me see, uh, Spirit Box. Spirit. So Box. Spirit Box, uh, the female of Spirit Box, uh, runs. I guess that uh, she does some things with Butcher Babies um, and uh, all of them. Butcher uh, Babies but, is really familiar, but I don't know why. I've heard that name or seen it on Facebook or something. Uh, uh, Trip front of a band, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, and, and there's another band that they run with too, but it's an all female band. L7. Okay. Well, there's one drummer. He's oh, kind of that yeah. crowd. Okay, um, okay, cool. Yeah, but they're really, really good. Um, actually, one of the best uh, out of all the um, crowd surfing things that happened, Butch Rabies actually did the best one, and it was on a smaller stage because the, the area was smaller, but they were like so many people were up in there. Right. Whenever she said, it was crowded, but it was intimate. Yeah, because like she has that. these like games that she plays, and so she's like, this game is, uh, you know, 
when I say up, everybody up, and everybody just jumps, you know. Cool. And if I if I say everybody climb, climb, and everybody just like climbs up on the crowd and they start crowd surfing and shit. Right. So, All right. So like crowd she had little like games and stuff. Oh and, man, know. if you want to talk about a band that does some cool games like that, P. Landers is really good. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> I I just. I don't know why I just had to throw them in. It's there. not something yeah. you see real often these days, man. No. Uh, but you know that kind of explains Spirit Box. Like what it was was that there's two big stages. So there was a loudmouth stage, and then there was one called the Space Zebra, which is a podcast. So apparently, we need to check out this podcast. Okay. It's, it looks fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but apparently, those guys are really famous out there in Kentucky for right, tour yeah, and shit. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but uh, yeah, Spirit Box. Like um, she was talking about on the stage that. She was doing all of her recordings during the pandemic in a closet and that she would put her recordings out on Spotify. And if it wasn't for Spotify and these other networks and the push up that they got from the numbers, they wouldn't be where they are. They were playing the bigger stage. Butcher Babies, all these other bands that are smaller or bigger bands weren't even making that stage. They were able to play the bigger stage first before them because of how famous they got online during COVID, it during can happen it can worked happen. their ass off during COVID, apparently yeah. and they, they, they just now put out their first album so so they, they they didn't even have an album out they had single songs and they just went from like this artist that was an unknown to like a major band nice and, and crazy and, and that's all because of i guess you know numbers shout like out that. to spirit box so um good for them for sure yeah avatar i guess they came here afterwards I've, uh, uh, yeah I've, I've wanted to see them for a while i haven't been able to but uh star set which uh which i them. like star set i've seen um, them yeah uh, Kill Switch Engage. So I, I did the mosh pit for Kill Switch Engage. So I bet that was a cool uh, mosh pit. Yeah, 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 I bet that was so, all right. <laughs> so I, I, we, walked, we 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 followed the crowd because I told my buddy I was like uh, my buddy Alex um, Elam, uh, a cool metalhead uh, black dude. Um, he, it like we I was like, all right, you ready? One, two, three. I was like, follow this crowd, and like we went through the crowd all the way because they were all heading to the the mosh pit. We got to the mosh pit, and I'm looking at him like. I'm not going to do the mosh pit. I was like, I'm going to do the mosh pit. And I ran in and, uh, and I mean, I, I pushed around fucking having a good time. I, I lost my phone out of my pocket. Oh. It fell on the ground and this dude was like, your phone. And he grabs the phone. That's really and he nice. Hands it back to me. I was like, oh, so it was God. a, it was a traditional mosh pit. Not where people are trying to break your jaw. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. Every single mosh pit at the show, there was a ref. Oh, cool! Yeah, cool. pictures of this guy. He was like, he would like call like flags on people and stuff. It was hilarious. It's just, I always uh, thought it was just funny how mosh pits are like, you know, very physical, very aggressive, but they're also the nicest thing you could get into. Well, I agree. oh man, I, I noticed a major change in in from Pantera when I saw them in '99 or 2000. That was a violent mosh pit, but it was friendly. It was okay. This dude busted his nose open. Well, he's got to get help. You know, people right. helping each other. Right. But I also got in one of corn that was just basically like a brawl. free for all, for all disguised as a mosh pit. It was. I saw Rise Against in Tulsa, and I was like crowd surfing the whole time. And at the end of the show, I realized I was missing my shoe, my wallet, my phone, my yeah. Zippo, and I found like half of that stuff. So, so a few things that happened um, injury wise in, oh. uh, in the show that was pretty intense. Um, uh, a crowd surfer kicked the dude in the face. I uh, kicked his eye socket. His eye went out of his socket. Jesus! And, like, and it was hanging, and everybody was like, "What the fuck?" And yeah, that's so, like, like saw, bro. Freaking what out. Yeah, and so, uh, so that guy had to go to medical. Get uh, on the tread or on the threads on on uh, the Facebook page. It says that he's okay. Um, a uh, 
what is it? Another dude, he broke his leg in the mosh pit, um, and it it ripped through his leg, so he had a bone. Oh, one Somebody of them compound that. fractures. Yeah. Uh, I could not then, imagine being performing on stage, and all of a sudden here, above your amps, above everything, like, Oh. Yeah. Scream. <laughs> yeah, right. oh. It'd be uh, like Freddie got fingered. You wouldn't know what to do. Just scream like as hard as you could and just like lay there. I don't know. It'd be yeah. terrifying. And then, yeah. uh, and then um, another one that happened was a dude just like passed out and like um, nobody helped this guy for like twenty minutes. So hopefully that guy is still alive. Um, uh, somebody's car in the back in the parking lot right when they were leaving. They were posting pictures. Somebody backed into them and slammed their whole. Like side of their vehicle and throw oh, off, that and sucks. I mean, there, there's crazy stuff like that. Um, other than that, uh, I mean, you uh, got to talk, talk about, about MGK. The, yeah, you got to yeah. talk about the machine gun. <laughs> so you talk uh, about so it made TMZ uh, online. Uh, I, I guess I don't know if it made the actual TMZ show, uh, but it, it was on the news apparently on some news channels. It was kind of funny though. They 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 were trying to say like they were trying to paint metalheads differently in the article and inside what I read. It was written by a non-metalhead. Oh, it it said said that metalheads were were mad because of one of two things, and this is from TMZ. Uh, One was was that he was a rapper that decided to go into rock and metal. That was one reason why. That sounds like a cop out. That's stupid because we accept Cypress Hill, which played the show, and oh my god, it's fucking awesome. Right. You know, and so why would we give a fuck about somebody doing a crossover whenever there's tons of hip hop and rap and stuff in heavy metal? Yeah, rap and metal are now. They're definitely friends. So, yeah, so I mean, everybody gets along and stuff like that. So, I, I, so, but then the second thing it said was maybe it was the comments that was said about Corey Taylor. Maybe. They call him Licks, not, <laughs> yeah. uh, he, he said, you know. I think that was more, it was the comments made towards Slipknot. Yeah, not, yeah. Like, I, I thought that was the well, only well, Corey not, Taylor but like, himself. But, but the whole point was that, that even during the show, he got up on stage, and this is where people were like, you know, like, whatever, give him a chance, let him do his fucking thing. And then he says, he gets up there and he goes, well, we need to, we need to talk about this, you know? And then we're like, oh, here it goes. He's going to be a drama queen about (laughs) it. So he's trying to say that Corey Taylor did this, this, and that about this song they play on. And it was all him that made the decisions of not going with it, except for the fact that everybody knows that there's screenshot emails from Corey Taylor kissing his ass. So there's proof that he's a fucking liar. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... If you have receipts like that and you have proof, it's like don't even try to double down on it. You just look like a liar. Mm-hmm. And and so everybody was flipping him off. Everybody was cussing him out uh, and and like fuck you, motherfucker, you know. And then this fan, I guess, like toward the front of the stage, he came out and he was like high fiving his fans because all his fans were at the front while everybody else behind them. Apparently, they couldn't hear all the booing behind them because they are like in the in the in the uh, Facebook groups. Like there was no booing, and then suddenly people like sent them YouTube videos of all the booing, mm-hmm. and we're like there was tons. Of booing going on like like effing and flipping off and stuff it was all over uh, all the networks and stuff about that and um but this fan he came up there and i guess like he was like man fuck you and he like hit him yep and so right when he made contact like, security grabbed him. right yeah i have seen that video yeah and, and, and security grabbed him but then he fucking sucked, you know, like um, Machine Gun Kelly fucking sucker punched him back oh yeah and so i'm like well that's that's a lawsuit now because that's that's um basically going you have security there for a reason the moment that you actually go back on a on a person right that's that's retaliation well, which i i don't know how that's going to work out for them but it just seems to me mr kelly has no like 
he has no fort like he can't see in the future like what did he think was going to happen when he said that on stage if he knew he was about to play a metal fest what did he think was going to happen when he played that metal fest i think yeah. he's taking the there's no pre- no such thing as, as bad, bad press, yeah. All, yeah. All way press, is good press too seriously oh, yeah. so i mean and there was other there was <laughs> oh, yeah. other artists that did risky things like um the first night stain uh he got on stage and he pulled out a hat and at first people thought it said Biden, you know, whatever, right? Just Biden. Right. He had a shirt, and it said like something like "Impeach Biden, fuck uh, or fuck Joe" or something like that on his shirt. <laughs> so he like came out with a shirt and Way he to had make a cover it, normal cover shirt, and then he unbuttoned that shit, and then he had it said it said "fuck Joe Biden." Wow, right? I, I didn't hear about that. And then he had a hat, I mean, and when he puts on this hat right before he does it, because he's like he has a shirt under all that, so before he reveals the shirt. He has this hat, and it says "Impeach Biden." Like it looks right. like a Biden hat, but it says "Impeach Biden." Um, and so, a lot of people were like, "We're like fuck Trump," and I'm like, and in my head, I'm going, um, "Trump's not the president. I was no about more. To say, not around." Yeah, I was like, you know, they'll like, say fuck stop Trump. Saying f him if he's around. Like if you give him, if you give him a platform, he still right. has a platform. You guys are all giving him a platform. Well, that's because when I'm gone, don't give him a platform. Well, it's mm-hmm. kind of like, Trump's kind of like Freddy Krueger. If no one talks about him, he doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> but if people constantly talk about him, he's going to always be around in your dreams. I, I think it's, Candyman, man. Thing, yeah, exactly. say that name too many times. Oh, yeah. pop up. <laughs> people like that will say, fuck uh, Trump, but they will not say that they support Biden either. Well, the thing right? about Biden is he likes to say, he's like, I'm the most voted... Uh, president in american history and i'm like people literally didn't vote for you they voted for not trump that's why (laughs) (laughs) and to be fair trump won the same way from hillary exactly everyone's like we don't like hillary let's just like the thing that gets me about that all that stuff that is like if i go if i'm going to a festival to hear music and then uh, I don't know how somebody could be like like even MGK or whatever. I don't know how he could be self absorbed enough to be like, oh, I know y'all came here to hear music, but like check out this weird opinion I have about a different <laughs> band that nobody gives a damn about. Well, like, some people some point? people had that point of view where they're like, um, you know, they, they, both arguments. They were like, man, you know, the dude from Stain, he has his, you know, he has his freedom of speech. So does yeah, that's true. Right. They're all defending that. They have their freedom of speech, and other people were like, yeah, well, they just need to shut up and make music. It's not their fucking job. Like, like, like it's a, it's a talent. It's an art. Yeah, form. right. It's like all oh, these people always treat it like, oh, dance, monkey, dance all the time. Yeah, and, and I don't like that. I, I don't like treating artists. Uh, I think yeah, a lot I of agree. artists you know? think that they. I don't know. I guess they think people really care way more than they actually do and about what the they thing. think. A lot of them are pretty self-absorbed. Oh, yeah. yeah. And people usually go to concerts because they want to get away from that shit right. for like a exactly. night and just want to enjoy exactly. music. And that's mm-hmm. what people were saying. They were like, you know, I came to a show to listen to music. I didn't come to argue about political stuff. All that's going to do is divide us for the rest of the day. And it's right. like, you can almost, if you want to do that, make like, you know, like Dead Kennedys, Rage Against the Machine. You could almost do like a project like that if you really wanted to do that. But see, I'm more of a, like, I just enjoy performing i enjoy playing music i just don't feel like i need to toss my hat into that i'll be honest i don't have i don't have strong enough political anything that that outweighs how much i just want to play music exactly that's kind of where i'm at too but 
And it, yeah, I agree with you. I wouldn't say that people shouldn't be able to say that stuff. I just mean, as a fan, if I could make one heckle, it would just be like, play a fucking song. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, exactly. Like, play one of your hits. Exactly. Like, like, Anything. You know, we want to hear Even you know? something I've never heard. Right. Do a cover. We don't want to yeah, hear yeah, Play something new. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. We don't yeah, want to um, hear about your opinion. Anything but this. Just <laughs> like another, voting for the president. <laughs> yeah, another another good one was uh, was Code Orange. I've never seen them. I've never heard of them. Dude, I've heard their name forever, but I've never listened to them. Really, really good. My friend Alex was like, they're on like octane and like a couple other stations on like satellite radio so are they a punk uh, band um i think hold on oh it doesn't say no i'm thinking look it up i might be thinking of agent i was gonna say i was like am i thinking of agent orange because yeah yeah there's agent orange is a punk band yeah Yeah, my bad bad. coming through or whatever yeah they're coming Um, through soon actually october 23rd falling in reverse uh he actually he actually did something different uh he uh he he had a sign before and it said uh, like fuck uh what's his Ronnie Radke yeah Radke yeah. and everybody was like who's Ronnie Radke yeah I don't know who that <laughs> is funny shit. pulling it's up him. their phone he's, he's saying fucking, fucking brilliant in the song he basically says like fuck you but then but then he's like fuck me and and, and so when he drops it it's saying fuck me like that's what he's saying <laughs> well it's about a scene in Austin I, Powers I, I, He's the opposite of MGK. Like he's playing, people are they're playing along. Like he's playing along with the full "fuck me" thing. Whereas MGK, people are like legitimately, and no, fuck you, dude. Like seriously. <laughs> and and he was even on stage right before he did that. He right before he started the song, he's like, "Man, fuck Machine Gun Kelly." And then and then Machine Gun Kelly went on right after him, like like right in the order. That's so the thing. Like, it's you. like asking, "You shall receive, bitch." Man, it's <laughs> it's like. <sighs> It just seems like maybe MGK is like an evil genius, and he's like, I'm going to say something really controversial, and everyone's going to say, fuck me, and everyone's going to know who I am. Yeah, I will say that. I know I just said that if I was there, I'd say play a fucking song, but you know what's funny about that is with Aaron Lewis doing that thing he did with the Biden thing, Mm -hmm. and MGK... We're sitting here talking about it. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah. You're right. Like You're if they were going right. for it, it works. Exactly what it does. And I'm like, God, I hate that I'm talking. But that about doesn't necessarily translate into me buying a ticket to see their that's, gear. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the big thing. It's <laughs> like you'll get notoriety, but that's all you're getting. Uh, uh, suicidal tendencies. Uh, oh, they're a really always. good show. Oh, uh, they yeah. had a uh, legendary. They had a um, uh, what do you call it? Their drummer had a. Um, I think it was them that had the. Uh, tank. It was a tank mm. on the fucking stage. No, no, no. Sorry, that was Sabaton. Sabaton had a tank, but it was fucking badass. Was okay. it like an um, Abrams tank? Like it was. It was a real. It was. It was oh fake, man, was I was getting like excited for a second. Sabaton. That's the that'd be quite a that's that'd be quite gig. a set. You get a yeah. tank on stage, and at the end of your set, you just fire off into a building right. and destroy yeah, and then, it. For those uh, about ACDC, to rock. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did they just get and a course, cannon on stage? And of course, Disturb. Second night, you know, he oh, had, yes. he had pianos on stage. He had like uh, different stuff, so he was playing like his. His uh, major hits. Now there's right. a band that has went through quite some changes. Oh disturbed. yeah, man, going from wah to doing Sound of Silence. That was interesting. Yeah, it was. That's that's funny that they did that, and it's crazy that that and nailed it though. Oh yeah, yeah. they did really. I, I mean, fucking mm-hmm. nailed it. Have it you became just... one of the songs that's in like heavy rotation that I hear if I listen to the radio all day at work or something. I, I do construction stuff, and there's a radio on constantly. It's like I, that song. There's like five other songs that I hear every single day, and that's one of them. Yeah, yeah Mr. Yeah. Draymond has a really good voice, for sure. He has mm-hmm. a very unique voice. And it, did you ever listen to any of his stuff in Device? That was some good stuff, A little too. bit. Yeah, when it was I like Device, yeah. I never did. Yeah, um, Bad Flower. Uh, oh, I like yeah. Them. I, I Bad Flower. Them. I, I like them. them. Yeah, I, I actually missed that one. Uh, the who. You know, oh, like, yes. uh, and, uh, and, and, and honestly, uh, at the third day, actually, like, I, I think each day kind of had a theme when you actually look at the type of music that was being played. Some of uh, the artists, like Star Set, all those days, a lot of those artists are playing a lot of more futuristic type music. Um, and, and so, like, on the third day, 
it it was like uh, our the second day was like um, yeah was like women's and metal because almost every band had females in it mm-hmm. uh, and then cool and then the the last day was like uh, was more like your your Viking you had Mongols you had like all these different bands that had all these themes that were um, like that and so then that led into Metallica doing their set and so like um, I mean there was like uh, on that day it was like the the Who which impressed. Well, yeah. Oh my god, they're fucking amazing. Mongolian like uh, versions of Metallica songs was like awesome. It uh, is awesome. They yeah. did sad but true, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, it was fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, like, it was it was so cool because I'd never heard them. Like I, I'd heard them one song by them on satellite radio on the way there. Yeah, I, and women's song. What was that song? There was a song, but it's like called women's song, mother's song, something like that. It was really good. Yeah, I hadn't so heard any of those they're stuff. pretty awesome. It's very percussionist, like yeah, different I've only instruments. Heard the their throat, instruments are very like their country. Like, yeah, from gold. And there's some throat there. singing in it. It's really yeah, interesting. Sounds, I'm gonna have to look that up. Actually. Yeah, it's and it's H U with the the umlaut on yeah. the U. Yeah, so I've seen it on Facebook in the last couple of days, and before that, I'd never ever even heard of it. I didn't even know this mm-hmm. exists, and I didn't know till just now that you said that it was more like. Uh, from that region or whatever kind yeah. of based influenced music, but, I didn't know that. Yeah, and they go, they get around because they played Rock, Oklahoma, I think too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was, cool. I was noticing a lot of the bands like they would go from there to here uh, for their individual shows. Uh, at, at two days later, or whatever, I see them playing here. Like Volbeat came here, right? Uh, and then, uh, and then there was like the bands that played Rock, Oklahoma. They went out there before because the Rock, Oklahoma was right yeah. before. I wanted to go see Volbeat so um, bad because Twin Temple was opening for him, and Twin Temple is literally satanic doo wop, and it is the craziest <laughs> shit. You know? I'm serious, dude. Get, I gotta check that. Yeah, out. Twin what is it called? It's called Twin Temple. <laughs> that sounds cool. And uh, yeah, it's like uh, look up the devil. Uh, the devil didn't make me do it. It's like the most doo stuff you've ever heard. It's interesting. Um, yeah. Anything that has uh, any kind of Satanism, I'm like, yeah, and I'm it's not a, a Satanist. And it's really, and it's really, <laughs> and it's really funny because it's, cool. it's a, it's I'm not a Satanist, but I'll sell my soul if it means I mean, rock and roll. If, <laughs> if somebody showed up, I'd be interested. Yeah. yeah. I already did it. Uh, yeah. I mean, then you have like Skillet, um, that, they, they kind of went a little harder. Dude, I didn't show. even know Skillet was still a band. Dude, I saw oh, them a man. bunch when I was young. Yeah, they've been around since like the 90s. But mm-hmm. like they, time uh, with Clutch. I, yeah. I didn't know Clutch sure. was still around. They're mm-hmm. still around. Yeah, they're way different now. Like, But they um, they, they they went a little harder because they knew they were playing a metal show. So they were trying to, cool. they were trying to do uh, their music in a metal style. Um, Seether was good. Seether, um, yeah. But I, I, I've seen them several times. So I just went and did my merch thing during that period of time. Sabaton. Really good show, uh, Breaking Benjamin. Oh, I've seen them about four to five times. Did so you know? Really like did Breaking you know Benjamin. the drummer for Breaking Benjamin's actually from Norman? Oh, really? Yeah, he's from Norman. He, oh, get, cool. I used to work at the casino, and he'd come into Riverwind all the time. Huh. Yeah, interesting, nice. fun, in fact, fun fact. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, band's, that band's definitely been through a lot. That's why I, I, I kind of have a lot of respect for them, and they have a, they have a really good lyrics. You know, like if you actually, I'm a lyricist oh, yeah. type person, I like to read lyrics. So I used to see their um, videos on MTV. I never really bought their albums, but like uh, all their songs that were on TV all the dude, time when I was younger were like, I feel like they get caught in my head dude, back in the day all the time. Diary know? of Jane, uh, still mm-hmm. a great song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, Judas Priest was fucking awesome. Seventy year old man, fucking rocking the fuck out. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Guitar stuff badass. is so is so. As a guitar player, I'm, Priest is one of the bands that I'm like that. Whatever they're doing, I need to figure out how they did that. Yep. You yeah. Know, so, like, we, so we so uh, we so we saw mm. we saw them, and right after the show, there was an announcement that the guitarist uh, actually had was having heart problems, and they had to pull the whole tour. So we got to see them. There you go. Right. Oh, so, that's lucky. So somebody had a post on the Loudmouth page, and and I got called out on real quick because I was in my I was I was in the car. And apparently, like, 
I I I did the laugh emoji instead of like the sad oh, no. emoji oh, on it. And oh, so like just... I was the only laugh, and it, what it was saying was that the dude had heart problems and stuff. And you're like, somebody, ha, ha, somebody ha. straight up like <laughs> screenshot that shit was like type my name and put like like what's so fucking funny about this man like, and i was like sorry i sausage i was like oh <laughs> shit man i was like i hit the wrong button and he's like good cool oh my like god that, i was oh, like yeah. you're that serious amazing band dude uh, the, did an amazing show. the guitar player that got his arm injured or, or, or that you were talking about or whatever it was that that guy is the i'm pretty certain that that's the dude that they got to replace kk downing mm-hmm. richard Faulkner. so he's he's not one of the he hasn't been in the band that long and i, I don't think but i was like that's surprising that i i it kind of caught me off guard that i was like for priest they they they're not they're down not to have kk downing anymore but then they get this dude and then he has health issues and then they're like let's cancel everything though but they didn't cancel everything when <laughs> kk downing was gone but i mean i was just like that's yeah, I, I just yeah. was thinking about that the other day i saw well, that and headline. i and i don't know um you know like it said the the main singer like he's he's getting older and stuff mm-hmm. uh, some people try to say that he was lip singing on it honestly they earned it. Right. <laughs> I'm not gonna get mad at Judas no. Priest lip syncs. Yeah, I wouldn't mind, dude. Stage. I'd still, I'd watch right. a hologram of Dio, dude. I'd whatever. Well, I'd be if he's gonna lip sync it, it's gonna be pitch perfect, though. Oh, if it yeah. wasn't pitch perfect, I oh, doubt. Yeah. I well, doubt he's gonna. Face yeah. It. Well, it's yeah. also kind of like once you get to get older, obviously your voice kind of changes. I mean, look at Metallica. They do, they down tune mm-hmm. when they play live to hit those songs, and then you have Megadeth, who's never down tune, and his voice is just dying basically. <laughs> he still sounds and like it, a cartoon. It's character. actually really fun. Like, um, yeah, because I mean, they'll finally talk about Metallica. Like, like uh, uh, the fans' energy was there. Everybody was having a really good time. The first night, it was it was kind of an ease into it. Um, it wasn't as hard. They didn't go as hard the first night. Um, and, and so we kind of were on the back parts of the stage, like, right. uh, like a back area. It was near like a VIP area, but we were way far away from the stage. Um, and as a group and we were just watching it, having a good time, you know, cause we we're all tired from fucking standing all day. Oh yeah. And so, uh, so then like, uh, but then the last night came and I kind of left the group. I was like, I'm going to get as close as I can get. I was I, I'm not a big Metallica fan, but I'm gonna get as far as there. <gasps> Blasphemy. Yeah, I'm gonna get as far close to them because, like, I would be doing I'd be doing family members that love Metallica. I'd be doing them a disservice because they couldn't go to this show, right? If I didn't try to do this, For so sure. I got really close photos of them, good, um, and 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 everything. But yeah, I mean, they went through like several albums, and and what they did was they would play an entire album. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't just play their hits. They were playing like straight a mixture through, of it, oh, straight no. through, and they'd have these transitions, and it was really awesome. Um, sometimes they'd play songs, and he'd, he'd make jokes on stage where he'd be like, uh, be like, oh, well, Lars really hates playing this one, so we're going to play this one. You know? <laughs> and Lars would just look at him like all dickish. Like, well, I mean, you're kind of a dick for not wanting to play it. I, guess. <laughs> but, I mean, they had fireworks. Uh, I mean, it, it was a really, really good show. Uh, I mean, really good weekend. I, I, I'm, I'm thankful I went. I, I, I was having some issues in the beginning where I was deciding if I was going to go or not. Right. But, but yeah, I'm definitely, I'll do it again. I'll fucking do it every year if I can. Did but was it, but was it louder than life though? Was it? Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I couldn't hear. Uh, I mean, I had to. I, I use I use uh, I use decibel earplugs. Oh so, man, like, you gotta I have. Uh, you know, I. But if I pull them out, then like, yeah, I couldn't hear shit. Man, like, no. what type of metalhead doesn't have tinnitus? I mean, come. Oh, on. I do. Though. <laughs> oh, you I, do? I was yeah. in the air force. Yeah. So oh. I have. I used oh, to yeah. work next to jets. Like, okay. I, I have really bad hearing. That's why I have to have. Like, oh, gotcha. Infection. Okay. Gotcha. If not, I couldn't even do this shit. That's so. actually the reason I have a fan running in my bedroom. I mean, part. Oh yeah. Yeah. But if I don't have. Background static noise. Oh yeah, all, you I'll can hear, hear it. That's yeah. how I am because I work in a machine shop, yeah. so I'm around that sound all day. I was going to say that's a good day. that's a good joke to make, except that we'll be seventy one day and won't be. Able oh to yeah, play. no, I, I, I've been, <laughs> I'm probably going to be like John Entwistle. I'll be playing when I'm like sixty, and I'll just be yeah. feeling the wind. And off you're going to die in a hotel room in Vegas with <laughs> cocaine and, and hookers. Yep. As God, 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 please, God, God damn, bless you know, America. Just like there that. is worse ways to go. I definitely think Mr. Entwistle had like the most rock and roll out, out he could have sure. got. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. That's funny. Did you have a moment at that big festival where you? Do you drink really? Do you drink alcohol? Yeah, yeah, I drink. Um, I, I I drink quite a bit, but like, um, do you have a honestly, moment where you got really drunk and like fell down or anything? No. Have you ever had? No, no but I, but I, 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 since I worked in that world, I, I understood like, I, I had to monitor myself the whole Pace day. Yourself. But, but okay, so that that's another thing that I wanted to bring up because I, I was gonna bring it to show you, but like, I don't. I, it's at the house. I'll have to bring it by. But okay. um, so I was hitting my vape. I had my vape the whole time and my marijuana vape. But it was it's a little cartridge holder battery, right? And so I guess like like it exploded or something. Like it heated up the the, the actual under coil heated it up, right. and it exploded and it melted. The actual plastic was melting on the inside. Ugh. So like I'm sitting there and I'm like hitting it, and, and apparently all the to all the stuff, all the uh, wax or whatever it is, it's it's all gone. Right. And so I'm sitting there hitting it, and I'm like, I'm like, why does it taste like plastic? Oh, and then I pulled it out, and it was all melted and shit. And I was like, oh fuck. Man, and so about what? for about an hour, I walked over to my group of people, and I sit down, and I was sitting there, and I mean, I just had like the worst, like, like I just huffed plastic. Oh yeah, I was about headache. to say, man, look at all Yeah. So for about an hour and a half, I, I went from like being drunk, being high, to like fucking just miserable. For yeah, that's that not like, oh, yeah, that's not sucks, like dude. huffing plastic. You did literally, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so definitely high... be careful with those batteries. <laughs> I, I I, all the so, things that they say about them are true. So, so the plastic high is not something you would suggest. No, no, no. no I don't have no. plastic. I don't, not a good thing. No, like that or meth, you know. I don't I do any those that shit. No. <laughs> but, but I mean, yeah. I mean, I but I smoke a lot of weed, and yeah. and I mean, and that's what I did the whole time. I was there. I was just like hitting the vape, and that kept me level. And then, uh, and then I was uh, I was drinking vodka Red Bull. Oh uh, man, but I, good combo. But I, but, I, but I put it in a bottle, so like I had like a bottle that was like separate. <laughs> so I was just walking around with like a bottle full of vodka Red Bull, and everybody thought it was a sports drink. Hippie speedball, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hippie speedball. And then I had, had Coca Cola because every day what I do is I take in a uh, little pouch full of uh, uh, like um, like. Um, what do you call it, Jim Bean or something, and I'd put it inside like the Coke bottle and then oh, mix yeah. it up. So then I'd just be walking around with a Coca-Cola, getting drunk and shit. There you go. Nice. So, Rock and roll. Yeah, it was it was a good time, though, and then we'd go back to camp, and by the time everybody got back to camp, everybody would just pass out because mm-hmm. everybody's so fucking tired. Oh, yeah, show. or fucked up but, and all that great stuff. Yeah, but, I mean, it was, it was definitely, yeah, definitely a great time, lots of memories. You know? Oh, yeah. I oh, bet yeah. you met some cool people. 
Yeah, yeah, and, and loudmouths are really cool. Uh, they call them loudmouths. Everybody that goes to the show, they have these like big groups that all wear the same like little cut tops and stuff to say loudmouth on them. Cool. Um, they actually even uh, it's funny they have like misconnections loudmouths now. Uh, and, and so, <laughs> so somebody made a joke about buying uh, what is it louder than life dating dot com and then louder than or and then loudmouth dating dot com. So I purchased both of them. So I now own those domains. Oh, nice. hey. so, Hey, and so know. then I figured that the next show I could probably get a tent made where like they you know have a dating speed. Could be like Dude. playing matchmaker they, they every day. I'm hustling. At a fucking rock concert. That's a like, good idea. That, that is actually. Yeah. This yeah, is uh, no one take this idea. This is his idea. I know that's a good idea. Yeah, it's a good thing you went. Well, in that's why I own the domain because oh, yeah. they said it. Yeah, I bought like, it, and then now they're all kind of like, they're just, "Are you fucking serious?" Like, say, yeah, like, you just left them holding their dick. Let's roll this chart on the old number meter here. Yeah, should have bought it, bro. Should have bought it. Well, man, we are, we actually uh, doubled our normal time today, man. Yeah. Uh, Man, you guys about ready to wrap this up, or are you you guys doing Sure. I reckon, yeah, maybe we should, I guess. Yeah, I mean. Y'all want to play another tune, or? uh, I think we should do instructions, personally. You want to do that one? Yeah. Sure. All right, we'll play that on after the outro. Yeah, there you go. Cool, man. Psychotic Reaction. Thank you guys for being with us. Thank you. We're playing the high-low tonight, actually. Tonight at the high-low with Grass Giant. Check them out. They're... Which the show will be out on Monday. So, oh, oh, <laughs> right. well, yeah. Well, you put it on a page, though. Yeah, oh, there you go. Page, I have some yeah. other ones. I have some other ones written down because I am so uh, not good at remembering when we have stuff that I uh, have to write it down to remember. Same. Yeah, and, we and, uh, we have a show uh, tonight with Grass Giant. They're from Tulsa. They're actually really good. I check them out. They're like a really cool mix of like stoner doom and like psychedelic. It's interesting sounding. We have one October eighth at the Deli. With a band from Milkwave, which is a band on tour, and I can't remember where they're from, but mm-hmm. I know that they're not from here. And Bad Athlete oh, is bad also playing that show, which they're good. They're like a pop rock, kind of like, kind of like Weezer, not exactly, but pretty, okay. but close. Like, Let's kind of just like that say kind of we're a little heavier, but they're still good. They're still good, and then we're playing October thirtieth at the Blue Note. Yep, with, with uh, my Dyer other note? yep uh, no. I, I, October 30th, a blue note. That's with uh, our other band called Deaf Buzzard and uh, the one that Bobby got. Dire Note? Is that Dire Note? I don't know. I can't remember. I forget. Either way, October 30th, blue note. Yeah, happens to me. We'll have a Halloween show. (laughs) Halloween show. We'll be wearing weird costumes. It'll be great. Come and wear a weird costume. I think uh, Nolan's going to be a Cenobite, so get ready for that. We're thinking about being being whatever the version of a guy dressing as a predator who is a girl. There you go. I'm going to do that. Like the Predator, like the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I was about to say, not I was like, like, should we clear that up, Nolan? Yeah, not that kind of, not like <laughs> I, the Catcher Predator. The, uh, not like that. <laughs> I got the Michael Myers mask from, uh, we, I bought it from, licensed from the studio, and it's legit. Man. Is it for the Halloween Kills one? Oh, no, it's for the first, the first movie. Sick. Oh, cool. Um, you got to cool. get a big blue. Oh, I do. Blue I, every year, yeah. In my old neighborhood, it was like tradition, man. There were one year I missed, and like kids... Like the next day, going to the bus, like they were saying, missed us. Like, you missed us. We're worried. Oh, like, oh, work, man. <laughs> yeah. So this year would be the first year I get to walk around and do my Michael Myers gig in the neighborhood. I'm oh, yeah. Especially That's... since I live next to so many more cops, it's going to be really interesting. Oh yeah. Oh for yeah. Sure. For sure. <laughs> You're going to make headlines. Bro. Oh man. I don't know. We're going to see what happens. Yep. 
All right, Jonathan, take us out, man. All right. The uh, local earshot podcast runs on the value for value system that is time, talent, and treasure. We value everybody's time. There's many uh, different ways to give for that. Uh, go down over to our Facebook page like that. Uh, find us on all the podcast apps. And uh, just listen to all these artists. Go over to their pages. Give them a like. Give uh, you know, go give them a listen on Spotify and all these other apps. Um, as for uh, talent, uh, we interview artists, local artists, um, and beyond of Oklahoma. Uh, so just uh, anyone, any artist that's in Oklahoma that wants to come on and interview, we like to do the more intimate in studio stuff. Uh, we do have the ability to do the long distance stuff if uh, you know if the artist is like able to do it too. Uh, they would have to have the proper apps yeah, and all that yeah. kind of stuff to do it. Um, and and we don't like to do those ones as much because it's not as in, you know intimate involved. Uh, and then, uh, as for treasure, if you want to donate to the podcast, you can go to the local slash donate. Uh, we take crypto and, um, and then I'm also trying to set up the subscription stuff. I've been working on that for a few weeks now, but, uh, it, it takes a little time to do that stuff. So just getting that all rolling. Um, and, uh, yeah. So thank you for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Psychotic reaction. Thank you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Love to be here. Yeah.